it's the proudest day and the proudest time and the seat of a relic here because that day and that hour and those minutes I got the butt between my teeth you know I really stood up and was counted and said this is not getting away I remember when we pulled on our helmets and Donald says to me what are we doing I said we're going for gold Barrett that's all we said I can still picture that run that was just the best best run ever Welcome along to Crunching Gears, the Rally Podcast, Season 2, Episode 11. Connor, it's that time of the week again, we're going to talk rallying again. It is, Kevin, you know, what do you call it, the weeks are flying by, um, and not only are we doing more episodes, but uh, I can't get over, Circuit, circuit's done, completed, and we're we're looking at Killarney shortly, like the, the years is scooting along rightly. I know, I know, we're nearly at the halfway point in the Tarmac Championship, uh, like what an episode we have, where you the next, uh, this episode here, it is uh, Unbelievable. We have the top three overall from the Circuit Ireland. We have Callum Devine, Andy Hayes, the, uh, the second place co-driver, and Marion Evans. They're all on together, so that's about a crack then. Then we have Jason Black on, the winner of the, the two-wheel drive. And then also is Kevin Eves and Owen Malm. Kevin and Owen finished second in the two-wheel drive. And then the historic winner, Trevor Wilson. So, uh, but anyway, without further ado, Connor, Circuit Ireland, what can we say? Uh, one day event. It's not the event of old, but geez, that was a great rally. Exactly, it was like a great battle, great competition. Um, what do you call it? Weather was bone dry, which was great. But then you know, a couple of punctures, you know, mixed up the 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 competition during and re reorganized the top five at a couple of to- on occasions. Yeah, like you know, we you know we keep going on about how good Irish rallying is, like you know a puncture, a spin, you know silly thing, you know, and silly at all can just drop you down. And like Circuit Ireland just proved that, like the amount that, like, you know, Callum I think was 10, 12 seconds at the, the finish up, but like you know, Josh and him and Nip and Tuck, Marion just a fraction behind him, and then Johnny or Johnny Greer then was almost caught Marion at the finish up. Uh, like it's. You, you, you don't know where they look. There's so many battles going on right throughout the whole, not even the top 10, top 10 and beyond. Absolutely. And Desi Henry wasn't far away either uh, there yeah, during the day. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and what do you call it? Uh, you know, eight stages. It was a pure sprint from the get go. Like it was whoever was flat out from on from stage yeah. one, which was Callum. Uh-huh. You know, but as you say, the guys weren't far behind either. It's unbelievable, and, like, and, the, and the modified. I think it was just over three seconds separated them as well between uh, Jason Black and Kevin Eves. Like uh, uh, the strength and depth, uh, you know, maybe in the modified, you know, maybe not the same uh, quantity, but like for we kind of missed out a few of the, maybe the top line guys. There was some of the Northern Ireland Championship regulars and appearance, and they stepped up to the plate as well too. So, and then you know, never mind then Rally Four. You know, like, there was a great battle there. Uh, right down to all the classes. Uh, a brilliant event. Great to see it started with you know the the maximum hundred and twenty entries. Or you know, uh, you know, it's definitely a step in the right direction for the circuit. It is. It is. Let's see them build on it, and hopefully, you know, what do you call it? They can get it back to being a two day event, and also uh, maybe being a part of other championships as well. Yeah, like you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, yes, you know, there's probably never going to be a chance it's ever going to go back to the circuit of old, but. I think there's a lot to celebrate after what we've seen last weekend, you know. So I think without further ado, we'll catch up with the, the top three overall. That is 
uh, Callum Devine, then Andy Hayes and Mary Evans. You know, where do we start? I suppose Callum, a great one at the weekend and t- a tough, tough competition you had there. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, we were delighted hey, to get the one, um, to be honest, uh, especially for championship-wise. It was, for championship-wise, it was it was great. And obviously, the prestige of obviously the circuit, I know it's a bit shorter than it used to be, but it's, it was, uh, yeah, great to get your name on it. And yeah, them boys, once again, didn't make it easy, either, like, so, yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I think, you know, Andy, like, that's three ones, uh, three, three events, three different winners. Like that speaks volume for the championship alone. Ah, uh, yeah, it's really for the championship. It keeps it alive, like very much for everyone. Um, that's great to see three different winners, you know. So I, I think going into Killarney really makes it interesting, and especially into Donegal then. So uh, that's the second half of the year up for a proper battle. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And Marion, then from your point of view, like you know, just the two guys get out of the blocks just that wee bit quicker. And and on a one day event and the short short stages, it's hard to get the time back again, then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty much impossible. I knew at first service that it was gone for a win. Really, I mean, you know what fifteen seconds is these days? It's it's cold, really. But um, I think we went a bit aggressive with the setup on the test, just kind of tighten things up a bit. You know, we knew it was going to be dry and the pace would be pretty fast. But I just probably didn't. I'm and miss well underestimated the just how bumpy they'd be. You know, and the the car was very nervous on the first first two and. I think you could see, I mean, the, the second pass of the first stage, we were like 10 seconds faster than our first, which I think Callum was on the same time. So, it's, you know, we'd done something wrong the first time, hadn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, as you say, like 15 seconds is like, it's a lifetime now because, you know, we've seen it all year and last year, like tenths of a second, you know, equal times over the stages. Um, it's like the, the championship is in a really healthy place at the minute. Yeah, and you know, there's there's more than just the three of us. I mean, yeah. there's yeah. like, I mean, Johnny got very close to me in the end. Actually, I thought we were pretty clear at the last service, but gave us a scare, you know. And and even you know, Desi McCourt, all them boys behind, they were they weren't far away. No, I you know, and like Robert Barrable there, you know, with the, the pace he showed in West Cork. Like every event, there's the, you know the top 12, 15 guys is all going there, thinking you know we're you know we're going to be in the hunt for this. It's you know, it's a you know, Irish rallying is in a really really good place. I think so. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. as good as you'll get anywhere, almost. Um, and it's the depth is the thing. I mean, on a one-day rally like that, you know, if if either of us, but I made a mistake or something, like you, were, you were going to drop some places. I mean, and there was no coming back from that probably. So that's that's good feeling. I mean, it it makes makes you sh- on top of your game, kind of thing. You know, you don't you try not to make any mistakes anyway. But um, if they get punished the way they would in this championship, then it makes them even more important. Yeah, and like Andy mm-hmm. from from your, uh, for yourself and Josh. I know you said a puncture was at the four stage. Like you just lost very little time over it, but that makes a difference. Yeah, I think we're actually I was on with you two weeks ago, Kevin, and I remember saying the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Odd to take as a puncture or a spin or something like that, and your rally could be over like a shot. And unfortunately, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think um, on that stage, I think we lost about fourteen or fifteen to Callum, something around in there, and. Mm-hmm. There was 10 odd seconds and at the end of were 10 or 11 seconds. So, yeah, it probably for us it was probably the making or breaking of the rally, unfortunately. Um, hopefully we would have been there thereabouts other than that. <laughs> but uh, that's it, you know. Um, everyone has bits of troubles, different rallies, um, and it's all about the consistency. I think actually Marion, to be fair, proved that last year, you know, and put in a massively consistent year um, and was right there at the very end of it, like you know. And um, as Marion said, 
Um, so 10 and 15 seconds these days are gold dust. So you just can't afford to make mistakes. You can't afford punctures. You can't afford you know a bad tire choice or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we got cut out. Yeah, and the, you know the one thing about the, the Saturday as well was new stages to everybody. Like that wasn't going to like you know like the Donegal's or whatever that you know oh you've been doing them so many years you know you have an advantage here. It was a clean sheet of paper for everybody, Kel. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it was a, a new rally. Um, I think maybe a wee tiny bit of that was used in the in the throwing stages. I think way back. But nothing really had much of advantage. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's new. Like, and I think um, we put a good effort into it. Obviously, to try and make sure we'd be up to speed. Um, obviously, the rally before uh, the week before helped you know to get more seat time. So yeah, it's uh, it was a new rally. Good stages too. They were quite different from what we're all used to, and probably will not get much stages like at the rest of the championship. Um, the terrain up here in the north is quite. It's a different surface, the tarmac sort of thing, and. Obviously, the road has been very bumpy. I don't think we'll get any stages like that either, but I enjoyed the stages, to be honest. Um, they were technical. And, yeah, technical and a bit of driving on two places, you know, which uh, I think kind of helped me in a wee bit, you know. Um, I kind of suited that a wee bit better, you know, but yeah, it was nice. It was a new rally, a bit of a change, isn't it, like for everybody? That's for sure. And like, Andy, from, from yourself and Josh's point of view, you know, like, is there a preference to the, you know, like, do you like the fast flow and stuff or that, them technical stages? Does the, are you just happy in either? Yeah, um, Josh seems to, to like that fast kind of uh, wide uh, stuff, you know, where he can kind of throw the car out a bit and a bit of sideways stuff and that kind of thing. Um, but I don't know, then if you look at the times, actually, I'd say we probably do better in the tighter twister stuff than the real flat out stuff. So uh, it's hard to know, really. Um, you know, you're, you're never really sure exactly where the top speed is of the cars and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and how to compare across, you know, acceleration, top end and that kind of stuff. So uh, it's hard to know. I'd say to drive, I'd say Josh would prefer that, that wide stuff where he can kind of let, let loose a little bit. Um, but the times would say it's probably the, it's the tighter stuff. For me, I, I don't care really what the stages are to be honest with you as long as my head of Marion and Callum <laughs> <laughs> and, and again Marion like, you know you're like the, the technical guru I suppose you know when it comes to like you know to set the car up for them stages you say you want a wee bit probably stiff on the like that, that does that make such a difference like you know two or three clicks in, in an event like that to be fair the first half of that first day I was just going to say now the first stage the in car I put up you know the, so probably 60% of that stage is really smooth tarmac and you can probably, you know, not that bumpy then as you turn that square right and like probably the last two, three miles to the end, it was it was really, really bad, you know. So it, it's hard to get it right for everything. But um, I think we just went a bit too on the racy side. And when we got to the bumps at the end, it was like a boxing match. You know, my arms were all over the place on the steering wheel. So, yeah, it was just, I, I got the compromise a bit wrong, I think. That's what you've got, to think, you know, with Irish rallying, especially like Callum was saying about the, the new stages, you know, we'd never been over them at speed before. And, you know, you look at the loop, like the second loop, the hollow was a really nice kind of country road and quite smooth. And then we went into the last stage, which was just like square right, square left, square right, square left. The, the average speed was so low, you know, the roads are so much narrower. So you can't really have a perfect setup for it all, but you just have to find somewhere that's good in the middle for everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And like you know, the, uh, you know, until a few years ago, it was on here of you know adjusting the car between uh, between the stages. 
as it, as it now got to that level, Marion, that you're actually out making a click or two difference, you know, between stages? Yeah, if you can, yeah, if you've got time, we try, you know, if we think we can do something, yeah, we do. But um, it's it's tough, you know, because you're looking for those margins now, and I think that's what I went after, was trying to find some margins to get a jump on the boys, but went the wrong way, and, and then you lose time. So, you know, I think as drivers, we're all probably pretty close. You know, you give us all the exact same thing, it probably wouldn't be that much different. So you always try and get a jump on each other, but sometimes it backfires. Like, you look at the tyre choice me and Callum made on the Sunday morning in West Cork, it was brave to try and catch Josh. And in turn, then we probably, we both of us lost a lot of time to Rob behind us and got jumped. So, you know, it, it's always kind of, you walk a tightrope sometimes and some days it works and some days it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And like Callum, you know, like the same question to yourself, would you make any kind of adjustments between the stages or do you try and take, you know, stick to a, a proven setup? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like Marianne says, if we can, you know, um, they say it's trying to have the compromise because the changes, the stages change so much. It's like Marion says, the start of that stage is so fast, uh, and then the next part it was so bumpy. So, yeah, usually trying to get a setup that works, um, and just kind of stick with it because you know it work everywhere. Because Irish, Irish changes, stages change so much. Like it's, uh, yeah, finding the right compromise. But as you say, if you can, if you you have to make them wee changes if, if it comes to it, you know. So. Yeah, I always mind. I always mind back um, twenty nineteen. I always remember thinking, watching Craig Breen or something. <laughs> um, the end of Mall's Gap or something. After he took like I don't know fifteen seconds out of everybody or something. The first stage or something. I remember he came down. And was our group maybe the next stage? We were in that group after. And he was coming up on that. I just standing there looking, got out of the car, and I said, "Jeez, I, I thought I drove hard." And you see him just raising the car up, with, with raising the springs up, and I was like. Why is he doing that there? Thinking that there, but it was just the compromise he was doing. You know, it was yeah. Obviously, he's a top class driver. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, you have to be making them changes. You know, to make make yourself go faster. And uh, I think he kind of made a big eye opener back then. You know, just yeah, put put a bit of effort into your setup. You know, and try and make everything work for every stage. You know, um, but yeah, I think that's 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 uh, that's a positive about the Irish tarmac, isn't it? It makes uh, the championships so fast now and. As, as Marion say, there's so many guys there at the front day looking, looking for ones and looking for stage times. It's yeah, it's all positive, isn't it? Like that's for sure. And I think Andy, do you get the hands dirty between stages, or do you leave that to the driver? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't think what that's it. Hey, Andy. Oh, I, I'm limited to tyre pressures. <laughs> only takes the valve caps off then. <laughs> I, was, I just uh, watched call it, check the tyre pressures, uh, get Lucas in for Josh, and, then try, <laughs> and try to win the bike. Again. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, you know, as that, you know, like, I read something recently, like, like Josh Kasuzo, there's three or four bottles of Lucas in there, like, are they, isn't it, or something? Yeah, it's roughly two bottles of loop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I seen him drinking the I seen the last loop. I seen the I seen the last going out to that service and I seen him starting to drink a look. So he had gone out there after we had like the fourteen seconds on and I said, Oh, this boy must be gonna go have a rattle at the stage. I says I better I just says this man's gonna go for it here, so I says I better put the foot down. Yeah. <laughs> Pull the belt belt something uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
It was actually sitting in the car first. We were leaving service. I jumped in first and uh, he was getting after me. And I was just sitting there with whatever the time card I'm up the next minute, four bottles of Lucas had landed on my lap. I said, right here, here we go. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Callum, you had a few issues with the, the, the polo earlier in the year. Do you think that's some sorted out now? Yeah. Obviously, we, we had some issues in Galway, obviously. Um, a lot of bits of setup and then a little bit of missing, which was bad in Galway. But yeah, we, 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 that's where we went to, obviously, the next round of the national championship, trying to get them cleared up for um, West Cork. West Cork, it was, it was better. The car was going fine. Probably a lot, as Marion says. Tire choice was probably the biggest fault in uh, West Cork. And um, just, just wee bits of setups, you know, and trying to get the confidence back. Obviously, Galway wasn't great, but... Yeah, um, back on dry tarmac now, to be fair. We've, yes, it seems to be going well, you know. Um, as I say, we adapted to that. And obviously, lucky, lucky enough in Tralee um, to get up to speed on dry tarmac. And yeah, it, it, we went well at the weekend there, as I say. So yeah, it feels like everything's sorted, you know, now. And um, yeah, just hopefully we can keep it up, you know. I mean, have no more issues. We can't really afford to have any more issues, do you know what I mean, to these guys. Like, as I say, if they get any more, you know, we can only keep the good results coming now, you know, because... Yeah, that's so tight, doesn't it? Like so. Yeah, yeah. and Marion, you, you know, you you said there just in the first stage, you you lost maybe around eight to ten seconds with with setup issues. Obviously, it was a one day format and pretty much a sprint race. Do you think if it had been the typical two day format for the championship, that you could have got that time back on on the second day? Probably not. To be honest, but, um, <laughs> more more can happen. Or two. I think the approach is always different for a two day. I was actually thinking last week going to the rally. Like I haven't done a one day rally in three or four years and I was like how do I do this you know you just got to be so sharp from the start and to be fair I think I'm not going to make an excuse but still I think the boys doing the rally the weekend well five days before would have helped a bit for the first loop but after that you know because I had a good test to be fair but it just helps a bit with the sharpness but um you know still I think it would, it would have been hard to catch but uh you know once you're out the race you know you saw that in West Cork with Josh and Rob I mean once they were in a race, they were gone. I mean, there's, you drive just a bit differently when you're in a race for the win, you know? Um, and there's usually no more than two in a race, so somebody's left out. Yeah. And Andy, with yourselves, you know, yourself <laughs> and Josh, the approach to a one-day event, is it different to, to, you know, a typical championship weekend? Not really, no. No, for us, it's like, I suppose Josh is maybe a little bit different than some of the drivers in that he doesn't do all of the um, prep work the DVD work, last year's notes, all that kind of stuff. So uh, he'll write a fresh set of notes for every rally, regardless if he's done it five or six times. Um, so we go to Clarny now with a blank sheet of paper again, even though we've done, or he's done the, probably the last five or six years in a row. Um, he doesn't do any kind of pre-work on DVDs or anything like that, like a lot of guys do, or, or watching last year's stages or anything like that, really. So for him, it's always the same. We just arrive on to recce, do the rally, and go home again. Um so I think it's probably an advantage in certain instances where you're going to new rallies and stuff like that because you're you're always doing that. Uh, but it's just, I don't know, there's maybe something we should look at really for the rallies where we do them. Uh, we're doing the same stages every year, you know, like Donegal and Clarny and those places and places like Ring and West Cork where you kind of maybe say to yourself, maybe we should be using last year's notes as a base and you'd have at least an advantage to start off with. Um, in terms of being one day, um, sure he's done the national championship the last three years, like so he's kind of well used to the one day formats at this stage. Um, although uh, it's a little bit different with the eight stages and just uh, it was now. Uh, 
was actually it was it was good. Like I know, I suppose I probably would have said beforehand. Um, you know, should a tarmac championship really have a one day rally? But it is good to have something different. Um, and different format, and like I said, I think the last day Donegal is a big three day marathon, but this was like a one day sprint, and especially the way they had it laid out in uh, four stages in the morning and the same four in the afternoon just meant that, um, it's just a, something a little bit different, and um, different is always good, like you know, yeah. And that was the first dry, fully dry round I think we've had of the championship this year. Do you think that kind of leveled the playing field for everyone, and there's less, you know, around tire gambles or tire choices? Yeah, probably it's something different anyway. Um, although whatever kind of gamble was taken out uh, from the tyres side of things, uh, I think it was probably more was put in from the setup side of things. As Marion was saying with the bumps and that kind of stuff, you know. So when you go from being used to being a little bit smoother in the last few rallies, and suddenly everyone sees the wrecky and they go, "Christ, this is bumpy." Um, you're kind of gambling then with how high you're going to raise the car. Are you going to change the spring? Are you going to go softer? Or are you going to rebound high speed, low speed, all that kind of stuff? So it kind of actually brings a whole another new set of, of you know, um, and I think um, anyone who kind of got out of the box early, as Marine was saying, and got going quick, um, that's still too for the day. But if you got caught in the hop in the first couple of stages, then it was very difficult to kind of come back from that. And exactly as Marine was saying, like when that happens, you, you start kind of maybe getting a little bit desperate with some of the calls take chances trying to do something different and, and oftentimes it goes it goes against you rather than for you and Callum did you have any feeling of home advantage at all I know the stages were pretty much new to you but you know kind of on your your, your back door as such what did did you have that extra bit of confidence or is it just the same as any other rally um probably the same as every other rally um I think I was more Connor, I think I was more looking forward to a dry rally um, the last two rallies were wet and we, we did struggle in places, you know. Um, so a dry rally was really what we were looking for. And we noticed and Tralid, our pace up, up again, or closer to Josh. And yeah, um, obviously then falling to the weaker rally. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said before, I think the stage is a bit technical, maybe sitting a wee bit better. Um, maybe I just like them a wee bit better. Um, I don't know, but... Yeah, I think it was more just a dry rally I was looking forward to more than anything that probably helped, you know. Um, yeah, I think more, more like that, you know. Um, more of a dry rally. More dry rallies, please. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> like right, go ahead, Andy. He doesn't like getting wet, you know, he's with a princess. <laughs> In the European um, Championship, they were all like 30 degrees, so he's not he's not adapted back properly. I know, I know. I know. I like to be, yeah. I don't like the puddles, eh? And Mary and yourself, you know, dry rally, new stages to you. How, how are you finding now? Like, you, you've had all varieties of, of Irish tarmac. Um, is it second nature? Are you feeling at home on the stages here or, or still learning? Oh, no. You know, when you do a new road, you always learn a bit. I, I was just a bit, maybe, sh I, like I said, I underestimated the, just how bumpy they were at the weekend. But yeah, it's it's nice to get on the dry stuff. Um, I think, you know, we've got four stages in West Cork and West Cork is a lovely rally if it's dry, but it can be quite horrible sometimes if it's wet, you know. So, yeah, I think I didn't really give it any thought, but, uh, I, you know, I'd probably only done four dry stages since... Paul twenty last year when you think about it. So yeah, it probably just takes a bit to get the, the brain into gear properly because the cars are that good these days, you know, what you can do with them on a dry road, how late you can brake and 
you know, you think you could, you have to break before a bump and then, you know, to get a stop for a corner, but you can go well past it, you know, stuff like that. The, the cars are so impressive, it just takes a bit to, to adjust to. But um, <clears throat> yeah, in terms of the type of stages, I'm not too worried anymore, but it looks like conditions-wise, I seem to go a bit better when, for me, I seem to be the fastest when it's in the middle at the moment, between a wet and a dry. I seem quite comfortable there, but um, when it's fully wet, Josh seems to have the edge, and then I think Callum seems to like the full dry, so... We all have difference. <laughs> you don't want dry, you want the mixture. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, just there, uh, I think Dirtfish had it up there, was waivers are going to keep developing the polo. So, Marion, do you see, like, you know, like, it's already such a good car. And like with the onslaught of the Citroëns coming into Ireland here, like the, the, the wee tweaks and the wee developments will do the polo no harm. No, not at all. I mean, the Citroen still needs to beat us, don't they? So, <laughs> but yeah, the, the Polo is still a very good car. And I mean, when you look at it, there's not much in the cars because you know Josh is winning rallies in a five or six year old Hyundai, whatever it is. So, you know, the the, the Polo, yeah, there'll be some maybe some small updates. Um, you know, some little things. I mean, the the, the cars are good. There's there's not a hell of a lot. There's gonna you know it's not gonna be a second a cake kind of thing, but. It, it's good for me more than anything as well that it just shows that, that the cars are forgotten about and it, it'll be brought forward a little bit more, you know, because it's still, you know, easily up there with the best cars out there. It's It was a bit ahead of its time, I think, when it came out in, in 2019. But, um, yeah, it, it's good. Weavers have obviously really good soccer pass. They've, they've looked after the job very well. Um, so, you know, if you can get a, a couple, couple more upgrades to come through, it, it would be nice because, you know, boys are always looking for little bits and, as you're aware, I think Citroen, I think, are bringing some more out this year. And M Sport are, are going to bring a lot out in July because I think they feel a bit under pressure, maybe, that, that the cars are getting away a bit. And, like, Andy, from your side of things there, like, you know, you know the, the, the Hyundai's, like, they, you know, there's the new model out now and all, but the car to beat is still, you know, you're at the A20R5 that yourself and Josh is in. Like, do you feel that... The, there's any advantage to be gained by, you know, the new car, you're quite happy at the minute where you're up? No, we're, we're happy enough. We're, we're going to bring it to the Clarity Starrix now in December. No, <laughs> 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 what I suppose, like, the, the problem with it is you kind of have to take two steps, or one step back to go two steps forward. Mm. And so, like, very much aware, Josh is very uh, confident in the car at the minute. Uh, everything comes to very natural speed for the clips and that, like you know, we talked about before, you know, high speed slides and all that kind of stuff. And he, he, he just doesn't phase with it whatsoever, like you know, and places where I'd be used to other drivers getting the freight and he's just driving through it. Uh, and the problem is that if you go try and change the car, obviously, um, you're going to have to get a new car, new setup, get used to it all again, and get used to the seating position, even and how you set it up, and you know, the, the new shocks, dampers, springs, all that kind of stuff. So and the problem with it really is, is is when do you make that leap and when do you decide right okay um let's let's end this good run that we're having um and get out of the comfort zone and get into something brand new again um you know like when when Josh would have changed or when we changed from the Fiesta to the Hyundai back in 2020 it did take half a year probably or nearly a year actually really before mm -hmm. we kind of Ace came back to where what it was before previous, like you know, and even there was times even if you can really question going, do we need to go backwards here? But you kind of have to go back to go forward. So 
really, um, it, it probably comes down to the point where some stage you say, okay, well, look at it, you've gone too far now, you have to go make a jump now at this stage. Um, but, oh, at, at the minute, um, I think he's very happy, he's very happy. The service is very good and all that as well, I can also, car is very strong. Um, he hit the back door on us in 2020 and it's still the same back door that's on it today. <laughs> well, not anymore, I would say. <laughs> I drove over half of the back door on the fourth stage. <laughs> uh, I might have to put time. <laughs> the, the bell's in the post. And Callum, like you know, we know you had you had a year and the high, high under when you were doing the ERC and all, and then you went down the fifth or like there, there is so, so small differences in these cars, like, like but you're quite comfortable in the polo now, and you you feel it's it's you've hit the sweet spot, was it? I think so. Um, yeah, there's some there's some things there as Ian says about the polo. It makes it very easy easy to adjust and adapt to all sorts of terrains. Um, but as I say, like as 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 Josh has proven, there's not much between all them cars. Um, just whatever suits the driving style as well, you know. Like as I say, Josh drives a very flamboyant driving style where he's big slides and and you know if he, he just that's it suits him and it goes hard. But and, and he seems to get that out of the Hyundai, which is which is good. Like and yeah, I think with the Polo, you have to be kind of more uh, more calm and more precise and drive it more like a go kart, like a racing sort of thing. Um and, and yeah, maybe that suits me a bit better, you know. So I think yeah, all, all the cars have the re the pros and cons, I think. Um the polo, yeah, it seems it seems to be a good car anyway at the minute. And yeah, it's proven itself in the world world stage and it's uh yeah, it seems to be working here as well, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's it suits me at the minute, anyway. So it does. Um I don't know where you go after it, like to be honest, the car seems to be doing still doing the business. Um and yeah, we're happy enough at the minute. Good. And like you know, to start wrapping things up, I suppose now Killarney's in what three weeks' time. Um, you know, the you know the classic stages is all part of the itinerary this year. Like, um, is something you look forward to? Maybe start with you, Kel. Yeah, like yeah, we 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 enjoyed Killarney last year. We always do enjoy Killarney. We always seem to have a good run down there. Even I think that's when we debuted we Opal Adam or two like, and we had a great run. And, yeah, it's, it's a great rally. I enjoy the stages down there. Um, especially I think this year they're going to our grooming and stuff. Um, I think the last time we were there was twenty nineteen, is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and the stages back then were, were fantastic and crazy. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to them. I'm looking forward to them to be honest. Um, I enjoyed it twenty nineteen. So yeah, uh, it's a good rally. It's a good rally. And and they like a high speed rig then for the storage for yourselves, then, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the historic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the event you just enjoy as well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I, I love the event myself personally. I've been going down there to watch it since I was when they were seven or eight years of age. Um, and it was the first ever international I did navigating back in 2008. Um, but I don't know, for some reason, Josh probably hasn't had the results down there that he's had everywhere else. Um, I think it's the only round of the championship he hasn't won yet. Um, so he's won all the rest over the years. Uh, Clarence is the one kind of one, one remains. We definitely had a better run there last year than we had in the previous years. So that was a big improvement. Um, and I suppose we're just looking to, I suppose, talk to Tom now and see what we can do for this year to try and, you know, make sure that we don't get off on the wrong foot down there. Um, you know, last year, as I said, we got on okay. 
reason of result to their second in the end of the, in the end of it. But um, going back years before that, um, the results I think we were only fourth or something like that. Maybe in two thousand nineteen, I think it was, or two thousand and eighteen. So. Um, We'll have to just make sure that we don't let that happen to us. You know, you don't accidentally kind of like exactly as Marion said, you don't let the boys away um, early on in the day and um, Saturday morning, and then all of a sudden it's it's a big catch up game. And really, you won't catch up guys. You won't catch the guys and um, these days if you're caught sleeping on the first morning. It's just the pace is too hot. Everyone's too close, um, and there's just not enough of a gap in it to actually go and try and do some kind of a. You know, a banzai thing on the Sunday and, and win it. You have to be there, thereabouts, right from the word go. So that'll be the big thing. For and Marion, I suppose uh, the, the main objective is not to let the boys get a jump on you then Saturday morning, is it? Yeah, it'll be tough. I mean, Callum's always faster than most gap, obviously. Um, so yeah, he'll have to be. I'll have to be out of bed sort of bright and early that morning. But um, to be honest, Kalani, I, I, I've you know a bit like Josh. I've never had a good good running Kalani. We went up for the first time in nineteen, and we. I think something broke on the steering on the, the third stage, so we missed most of the first day. Then we had a pretty good day in the second day, but then last year we struggled all all rally basically again. You know, just probably just a bit of me and a bit of everything just couldn't get it right. But um, you know, I think it's there. I just need to just find it, and hopefully we can have a just we can have a good run this year. The you know the the stages down there are class. I mean, there's no denying that. So um, yeah, just a bit. They're a bit fresh for me. Like I think Balak Bima last year, we got cleaned the first time up it, but um, that happened to me knockout as well. And last year we were much closer. So you know, I think once you get over them once, you you kind of settle and and you can probably close the gap a bit. So hopefully we'll be a lot closer this year. Kevin, fantastic to hear from the top three finishers. Genuinely, you know, and again, it could have been any one of them. You know, at certain points during the day there as well. Um, so huge thank you to the guys for, for taking the time out to chat to us and next we're going to hear from uh, Jason Black uh, Kevin Eves and Owen Mallon So Jason we thought we'd get you on uh, this week to celebrate you know what a fantastic performance on Saturday great rally by yourself and Carl Yeah for sure I'm delighted with the, the result in the end um, didn't really know what to expect going to in the circuit um, Knew the stages probably would have suited us, but just getting on to um, the 2.5, and that's our first rally in, dry, in the dry. Like, so we didn't know what to expect, and we'd, there's plenty of good competition there entered. So um, we were just going to take it as it came, and in the end, finished out well for us. Yeah, as you say, like your first proper dry rally and a 2.5, like it's the stuff of dreams, really, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Well, couldn't believe it. Like uh, to be racing him, Kevin. I know Kevin maybe wasn't on his hundred percent, like, but I was still mm-hmm. delighted to be on his pace and setting times close to him and beating him on stages and mm-hmm. hopefully a sign of things to come there in the future. Yeah, and like you know, yes, we all know it's not the circuit of of old, but you know, like it's still a rally that you have to compete, you have to beat the club, you have to beat the guys around you. And like they were great stages, they they maybe not the longest, but there was a lot of driving and a lot of challenges in those four stages. Oh, there were definitely challenging stages, definitely so a lot of work on, especially in the first two with the bumps and stuff on them, like they were deadly on that stage four, and it was a bit annoying not to get a run over at the last on the second second time through it, like so it is because it was I think was the pick of them, like there was some driving through that, but um, as you say. Very challenging stages, and it's good that they're they're unionly everyone. Like, and um, mm-hmm. you weren't going there with local knowledge or anyone else around you. Local knowledge, which is a fair race for everyone. 
Mm-hmm. And like uh, that, you know, that says a lot about, you know, that, you know, we always go on about, you know, Donegal or Killarney and these things, you know, and yes, you want to go there and you want to do the classic stages, but you also like to have a wee bit of variety to mix things up. And that was the good thing about going to Cookstown. Like, there was very few, like, there was maybe, some, you know, parts of the stage that some of the guys maybe doing the Northern Ireland Championship, they maybe seen maybe a mile here, maybe like a, a, a kilometre there or whatever, you know, but it, there was no full stages that was familiar to anybody. Yeah, for sure. And I did, I suppose, a few Northern events over the years. And the only bit, I did half a mile of one of them stages there in the Spurns a couple of years ago. And over that there, like it was all new to me. Uh-huh. So it was, as you say, it was good to see. And I suppose Killarney will be a different story in a few weeks' time when they're all the classic stages. Like, But mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Yeah, but like at the same time, you you know, if you're going to Clarnet, you want to do Moles Gap, you want to do Balabim, you want to, you know, you like, you know, you'd hate to be going there and not getting the chance to drive them stages either. So it's a it's a it's a difficult one for organisers there, isn't it? You know, so. it is for sure. Definitely, um, it's a hard one to be in, and um, definitely looking forward to getting a, a Renault Moles Gap on, as you say, called Cod's Head and Ard Green and all them like their first class stages, like so. That's definitely going to be a good rally. Mm-hmm. And like you know, you know, you've turned, you know, you switched up now to the two point five this year. Probably fair to say it's taken a wee while to get used to it. Like, has it has it been a big step up? You know, it's not just a matter of pulling out an engine and sticking on, and then there's a whole lot of other wee upgrades that has to be done along with that. Yeah, a lot of upgrades and a lot of spools still tweaking bits and pieces and trying to get a setup to suit and get the mo- most grip out of the car now. Um, poses a big thing too, and. Um, just a lot of bits and pieces I didn't I knew it was going to take it steady like I didn't want to go over the top to start with like and not finish rallies and bits and pieces at least you get a few points on the board and build it as we go along in the championship mm-hmm. and you know I, I spoke to other guys before and like they've been driving like a 2.5 like maybe for three four years but they still say that first time you've been out for you know three or four weeks you get in the first time you give it the shoe it's still that whoa, you know, like it, it must be such a sensation. Oh, it sure is. Yeah, just pulling out of some of them junctions around the drive or day, like it was class, just <laughs> head back in the seat and go as hard as you can. <laughs> <laughs> just hold on tight, <laughs> keep throwing gears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, absolutely brilliant. Like it is, it's some thrilling. So, it even driving from, I suppose, I didn't really notice too much. Of a difference because I hadn't been in my car for say six months before that, uh-huh. um. But I got in the garage car the night before the circuit, and I just had to drive my own car, and I couldn't believe it. Like this joke's dead. <laughs> 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 I couldn't believe the difference. <laughs> but like uh, you know, but like isn't that like a fantastic you know that you get to do this for fun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, it is something. Like, uh-huh. No, it is, but. As I said, the first couple of rallies this year were probably the one who went as well in the two-liter, like it they suited the conditions better. Mm-hmm. And I suppose a bit of baptism of fire, getting fired in Galway and the rain and everything, trying to handle the 2.5. But um, starting to get on to it now, and to mm-hmm. say, hopefully can build on that the rest of the season. Yeah, I could think, you know, you know, Killarney, as you say, is going to present its own challenges as well. And, you know, no doubt there'll be, you know, a strong field there of modified guys as well too. Like, have you ever competed there before, or is this going to be all brand new to you as well? I've did um, the historics two years and the juniors and the international um, two years. Mm-hmm. So 
I suppose I have. I did Cod's Head. Cod's Head is one of my favourite stages in the country. Like it is first mm-hmm. class and hard groom and that. And I suppose I did the Gap and Valak Bima in the historics before. So mm-hmm. they aren't all new stages. Like so, um, going on to do a bit of homework on them and remember what. Remember the good bits and bad bits all those <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, the the special thing about Irish Rally, you know, we keep hearing about it, is the banter and the crack between the stages. Like, do you get as much kick out of that as, you know, as, as the competing as well? You know, is that a big part of your day? That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, it definitely is, yeah. The crack between the modified men, like, for the stages is first class. Like, I was, I suppose I missed that a bit in the circuit because they thought it was a very well-organised event and... You're coming off the stages only with three and four minutes to put your helmets and all on and get going again, and you weren't getting to speak to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, missed that part of it, like, but mm-hmm. you know, the likes of West Cork and Galway and all, like, you get out to the boys and have the crack, and it's definitely a big part of the whole thing, yeah. Because, like, even there on Saturday at the end of the last stage, Gary Kieran was there, you know. Uh, I know it was obviously gone by the time you just got through the stage because you just didn't even get, get through the stage, but he was there to you know to see just guys. Like the fact that he had drove up from Calvin, because it like to be part of that banter and be part of that crack. He said that you know he hit it been out in the stages, but he enjoys being in round servers because he can have have a bit of a laugh. But, you know, and like that says a lot that he took time out of his day, even though he's not competing, to come up and have the fun. Yeah, exactly. No, no, we all we all enjoy that there a bit of it, and it is a big part of the whole thing. And I think it's it's well needed, like to have the light side of the whole thing too. We do take it serious, but uh-huh. you need to have that bit of crack too to enjoy it. Aye, because at the end of the day, you know, yes, you're racing each other to an extent, but it's the club really you're racing. Yeah, well, that's but Yeah, exactly. You know, was, um, you help each other as much as you can in between that and mm-hmm. um, try to beat each other on the stages, but um, the Hamlet's on is a different story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like we said, you, know, yeah, you know, you say you help each other. We've seen that in West Cork, like Kiernan and McKenna and screwing in below your car, uh, you know, like Frank Kelly giving you tools, you know, all that, like, you know, no other sport would you do that, you know, like, you know, football or anything like that, you know, it would be, each team would be so focused on one or whatever that they wouldn't help the other team. That You know, that's a, that's a, a lovely thing, a thing in the in Irish Rally. For sure, yeah. Um, like, the boys are all so helpful, like, and they wouldn't, would never see you stuck, like, which is, it's great because you'll get yourself in a hand and they're, um, be more than happy to help if anyone else is in trouble. Like so, I think it's just a big part of the family and community. Like it's all tight knit that way. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then the other side of your thing as well is Black Motorsport video, uh, the videos, them car. Like you've been doing that now. Oh my goodness, probably what ten years mm-hmm. now. And like uh, you're still doing that while competing as well. Mm-hmm. You're jumping yeah. in the back of so, <laughs> boys' cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to. Try to balance the two. Um, I suppose Hannah, my wife, she's got her roped in till looking after the cameras whenever I'm competing, like which has took the pressure off a wee bit. So it has. So, um, yeah, try to keep that running too. Yeah, and like, how, that, how many years is that going? It is ten years now, isn't it? Maybe more now at this stage. I remember oh, easily, but yeah, yeah, I started. I started doing my in cars when I was, I think, twelve years old. So that's. <laughs> For years now. Yeah. So, so. I wasn't too old. No, I remember meeting you in the Tour of the Sparrows and you like you were still tall but you weren't too old. And like, it seems a lifetime ago, but they, you're only twelve or thirteen at the time. It's and like you know, you're supplying what, twelve or thirteen cameras now at least, is it now? Oh easily, yeah, yeah. So what that's yeah. 
Mm. You're up to 20 most days or so, and so yeah, it's definitely it's mm -hmm. very good at the moment now. So it is. And like, do you, do you have to like edit all that then after the event as well as you know do your own bits and pieces in the cars and all as well? Of course, yeah. It's <laughs> a food that takes up a lot of the time and um, before and after events, getting yeah. cameras ready and getting all sorted and checking everything, and then two or three days after the rally, trying to get all the photos sent over. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's. Takes a lot of time, I suppose, at the same time, but yeah, it's mm -hmm. good. I, I, I suppose, enjoy it. And I suppose it's like everyone else, everybody's theirs now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're going, I've got to start at the end of the Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we know how important sponsorships is to rallying as well. You know, you're lucky, you know, you've got yeah, you've got a loyal team of sponsors there behind you as well. Yes, for sure. Um, Bath Shack, like they have been on board now a few years now, and very, very good. The Dunlops have been very good to me over the years, and um, Trevor and James Wilson, their road tankers RMA now are on board this year. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very grateful for their support, and I suppose a lot of sponsors that have been there over the years, Wesley Patterson, mm -hmm. um, William Carey, the Carey Clean Machines, um, a lot of rally men, like out of uh, supported me from the very start, like, and mm -hmm. um, all very, very good to me. Yeah, like, I had to cross refrigeration. Your dad's firm, all them, like, you know, all those, and like that, as you say, like uh, the, the people that come to you tend to stay with you because they're getting good value out of what they're, you know, they're seeing a return and what they're putting. Yeah, exactly. You no, know, we try to give as much promotion as we can and keep the social media thing going and get both the results helps the thing too, um, but um, get as much publicity as everything and try and make it make the most of it for them as well because they're putting their support in, in me and mm -hmm. I need to give them the most back to it. Yeah, and again, you mentioned then your wife, Hannah. Like, she's a, a, a rally woman now too. You know, she's part of her business is, you know, supplying the clothing and one thing and another too. So, it's it, it, you know, it's a great, you know, that's the great thing about the rallying community again, that they support, you know, other people that's in the sport as well. Exactly, yeah. Um, even my my business um, that Helen's got through through the rallying, like it's been mm -hmm. it's been unbelievable, and everyone's been very supportive of her from starting out. Like, and I suppose it's been a new venture for her, which is doing the year now, and it's just been growing and growing, and it's great to see and mm -hmm. very appreciative of everyone giving their time and their um, their effort to her. Yeah, brilliant. Well, uh, Jason, uh, uh, I had to get you on because like a fantastic one at the weekend, and no doubt we'll be keeping an eye on you in Clarny in a couple of weeks' time. I like now to welcome along Kevin Eves and Owen Mallon. Um, lads, what can we say? Great run on the, the weekend. Second in the modified, but Owen for you. A baptism of fire, getting sitting in with Kevin Eves. Straight in, straight into the hot seat. Uh... <laughs> No, it was, you've said the second, it was sort of, me and Kevin were met up on the, the Friday before to have a look at it, and it was one of those eyes like, what way is this going to go? You know, it's, it's, it's all right if you're driving, the brake's under your foot, but uh, when you hand it over, but Jesus, incredible experience, I enjoyed every moment of it. Yeah, and like Kevin, for you, like, you know, you're so used to Chris sitting beside you, even to hear a different voice coming through the intercom, like, must have been a bit of a, a, bit of a shock. Aye, because I did, to be sure, follow, we kind of went with a take it as it comes approach. Because I suppose when we had done it for the for the for the charity reasons, I was kind of thinking, I suppose I didn't even know if what my own was going to be or how he was going to get on. Or so we kind of took it as it comes. So when we done the racky right now, 
You know this, the biggest, hardest bit I nearly had was uh, we bought notes again. And me and Chris would always write notes. This last maybe seven years, I'm writing notes. Mm-hmm. So we bought notes again. But then when me and Owen done the racky, we kind of had a good scot it. Uh, we only done two loops through it all, but but a good enough out scotted it. And I, I kind of felt like Owen was going to be confident enough to fire them out. Or, and I, I, hey, it did work out well. Hey, we were probably a wee bit edgy just to get the first stage or two over us, you know, and mm-hmm. lock them out some of the belt. But hey, once after that, hey, we were ding dust, you know, my job. <laughs> Yes, and like one, I own for yourself. Like once that you know, like when they say you know, once the flag drops, the bullshit stops. Like you had to step up to the mark, didn't you? Well, Kevin said it there. We we had a sort of we had a way it up when we met each other, and sort of very quickly clicked with Kevin that we were very similar in the way that just we were laid back. Well, the problem with probably me and him was there's people organising us more <laughs> to these events, and then the two of us were there. And he was like, handy enough, it's local to you. I didn't know where we were going. I think I got the man off more time. But it, uh, I, it was one of those, even for me, I had to decide what was going to happen. Was I going to sit there for a sea view or, or read? And then I, I was sitting thinking this in my head, and I was like, you might be better looking at a book on that. No, you know what? I think everyone in Raleigh is the same. There's, there's always that level of competitiveness in you. In you. So like, I didn't want to just sit there and say, look, listen, you know, let's go for it, Anders. Especially the stages were class. We went out and it was dry. And it just, me and him looked at each other and goes, I goes to, I knew with Kevin in the first bit, the bits I had called, and I'd been hesitant too, because I wasn't even sure if I called them right. <laughs> <laughs> Where I know if he probably was with Chris, and I was watching a lot of his in, Chris such a calm, like everything so well organised, that I knew there was a bit that I could see he was lifting and hesitant, that I knew he wouldn't, and, and he wouldn't have been. But then once we got the first loop and all the things ironed out, we started sort of getting... A wee bit of a flow and a rhythm going. It was it was badly correct. And, and like you know, we we hear so many stories about the two point five. Like, is it everything that we think it is and more? I I'll tell you what. <laughs> said we go up the road, and I was thinking to myself, maybe I'll just leave this to tomorrow. And he goes, we we'll just get one quick blow off the road, and the grunt of that thing. I I think I think the thing for me, which really was like new, because I hadn't sat in anything like that, so. The thing that was different for me was see that mid-range from third gear on, the way it just carried on, because the R5, you'd get that first and second, you get that put in your seat, you get that go. But when she started going on and on and on and on <laughs> and on, it was a serious going too. Uh, and Kevin, like you know, to hear that there, it must do your heart good. I don't know. Well, hey, uh... It definitely was because I did even laugh myself. Like there was, there would have been a couple of times that them stage one and two, there was a lot of big fast choppy choppy stuff. And I meant even a couple of times, like the grunt you're carrying down, like even where, like say, where Frank Frank went off, like uh-huh. like that was a fast choppy bit of road. And there was a couple of times where you're bumping over and back, and I was kind of even laughing to myself. Like I, I thought I'd put some sort of fright no one at some stage, but I heard no wild yammers out of him. So. <laughs> I don't know what kind of what kind of sense it was, but it was good air crack, you know that kind of way. So, but that's what I say. That's what I say. to him, like even to get in and do that, like you know, them things of ours, like you are covering ground and you know you're three hundred and sixty horsepower on the and you're you're shouting and screaming notes and and keeping up with it. Like it's a it's a big even achievement to do that. Like like I think we we maybe have out of that day we maybe four fastest times in the two wheel drive. Like so, it was. Uh, it's even some achievement for him to just jump in and start shouting and us get away like that. You know, like, you know. You, you know what I'm going to tell you. 
It was easier. It was easier looking down. I remember one time looking up for a point of reference and a big long fast bits, you know, and you know the bumps where there was a lot of compression and stuff. And I looked up at one point to get a point of reference and I was looking out his window. I said, shit. I looked down again, I looked up again, I was looking out my window. And I was like, maybe I'll not look up at all here at this point. But, uh, no, you know what really got me? The car handled some of that stuff really well. You know, like this is what I was saying. I, I suppose the, all the components are similar, rigor, suspension setup. But some of the stuff that handled the corner and wise, geez, there were some parts we were cooking. I was like, <laughs> you were breaking it, it wasn't working. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to have to be honest, I was over with the Doyle lads before we got going, and Sean Devlin looked at me, and Mickey Doyle goes to me, <laughs> I go to Mickey Doyle, he goes, you're right today. I says, I, I'm out with Kevin over there. And he goes, Kevin who? And I pointed over and it goes, Kevin Eves. And he turned around and he just went. <laughs> so then Sean Davlin goes to me, do you want one of these cameras or whatever it was? I, says, oh, I was all right. So these boys started talking to me and I said, give me one of them. But I think there must be, a, there's something wired not right there because there was parts we, stuff like that was happening and we were just laughing. But in Kevin, that conversation too, there's an atmosphere in a car and a co-driver's job, not that I'm a co-driver, but is to make it easier, not harder. So when things like that, then we moments happen, you don't want to be shouting, going, oh, Jesus, you know, or, or you know, or it just creates a, 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 a you put more pressure uh, on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, oh, uh, hey, I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Why are wrong, you see? Chris Millie, watch out. <laughs> Hey, it's safe enough sure after the second loop I had to borrow a stopwatch off. <laughs> but uh, we had a funny outstart, Kevin, didn't we? With Jesus everything in the, the first two stages, anything that could have happened was happening and we were catching we caught uh, who was Nell and, and and the car started cutting and it was just everything come in the first loop. With a couple of actual issues, and we were actually lucky enough, even then, with a with an alternator issue, and then with a fuel issue, and we just hey, lucky enough, all kind of happened out of the stages. So we, we actually the alternator issue, we got back to the stage. I think there was a short in the in the in the heated screen or something, but hey, it was lucky because at the start, uh, as you say, it was like the second stage. We started having some of this bother, and this is was just one of those jobs where it all kind of fell right and. We kept going. It didn't affect us on the stage, you know. Well, the fuel, the fuel issue was a wee bit. I'd say we didn't really have full throttle for a wee while, but we were happy enough. We didn't really lose much time. So, but okay, there were good stages. Hey, it was wild different. You had two stages, real choppy and fast, and then kind of you went away to the mountain, then or off the mountain, and then you went away to kind of fast flow and cresty stuff, you know. But it was good out of crack. Huh? Yeah, like you know, yes, it's not the old, the, the circuit of Ireland of old, but uh, universally everybody says the stages was good. The organisation, like you know, it flowed. Like you kind of went out at one stage, you drove to the next, and you were almost ready to start as soon as you landed. Like, aye, that, that's what I find wild different with the north, I suppose, compared to I suppose the south. It's, it's the minute intervals. Yeah, it kind of runs in a very kind of progressive kind of stage stage. Uh, the only thing actually for states me with the north is the regroup. Say, I don't, I don't actually get that at all with a 20 minute service so then you're in a regroup setup but i know it is just seems to be the way that the msa stuff is but um but like i see from stage to stage like i don't think there was one stage we sat at was there own like it's just flow straight into every stage like you got the time control you got out maybe check your tires and back into the oak calm it's on you were gone them a couple of minutes you know mm-hmm. that kind of way. it was and and you know on our thing of that it does allow you to get into a bit of a group because if you arrived having a good run on the last stage, because it did feel like 
two different rallies when you're going from one side over in the mountain when you're going over to Stewartstown side. It did feel like two different rallies because it, it, it wasn't as long. You couldn't see as much. It was the more technical side when you come over. But it run it run well. As he said, the regroups. The only thing I would say that annoyed me a wee bit, there's a lack of flexibility. If you had an issue or something, they're like, no, you wait here, man. You know, like, right. they don't, you know, I think sometimes that comes down to the people doing it aren't rally, aren't driving. Yes. You know, you just want to see cars in the stages. You want to see men going at it, ding dust. Mm-hmm. You know, so there is an issue or someone shouting an issue, let them go on a wee bit. Mm-hmm. You know, but I suppose when you're running 120, what was it, two hours? Someone's going two hours uh, after the first car. Like, that's, that's, that's a big a, organization in that. There's a lot. And then, you know, you've another 120 cars coming shortly afterwards again. You know, they're. That's what I said. We had our service and we were finished the loop. And I says, I looked down at Kevin and I goes, Do you know some of them cars are only pulling out of media now? <laughs> No, so it's a long out sit in the morning too. It's a lot of yes. there's a lot mm-hmm. going on there. Like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, you know, this is probably the side for you know us, like you know, out taking photos and like, just guys in the cars. You know, we don't think that he's been stuck back. At, you know, you know, t- checking the clubs and the guys leaving two hours after the first car or whatever. You know, the the marshals and all that, and it's all voluntary. It's you know, it, it, we like to give out, but at the same time, you have to give them credit for what they do at times as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, I definitely because that that is you just fairly notice the minute intervals, definitely as you say, marshals and stuff like like I think sure what time do we finish at? We must have been like the, the last car must have been off that stage at like seven o'clock. And you, you take marshals that were standing on them stages, you know the way they were doing. Mm-hmm. You know the way like in the south they would maybe do two service and repeat them two, but because mm-hmm. there was such a because of the minute gaps and the amount of cars they were doing four and four, you know. Mm-hmm. So you take like them marshals that were on that stages that were there from morning to seven o'clock that evening, if you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. it's a it's a big commitment now. Hey, it is you definitely grant them that much. Hey, the way it's 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 good the way it runs so well and everybody stands up for it and the whole day on a stage like that. Mm-hmm. And definitely. you know we were blessed with the weather for a change as well on Saturday. <laughs> you know. You know, and just on that, as you're saying, it, 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 I suppose it is easier to take part, but like some of these events are struggling to run now when mm-hmm. that happens. Yeah. And like, you know, and the first thing that happens, if something happens, the marshal get it in the air that they didn't do something. These people are volunteering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if something goes wrong, why was nobody there? Why didn't they do this? Mm-hmm. But no, but the good, the wire stuck with us. It's not like that now. But no. uh, the, wire stuck with us. the only good thing was that when we went on the Friday, if you had to went the week before, I think some of the boys record. Or or right, it it was different stages, and it'd been different now. If you drive down that road now, like it'd have been yeah. a different thing to look at. So it was nearly handier to go out on Friday. It was nice, and it was nice and Saturday. You know, it was nice for people because you could plenty of people could come out and watch it. Yeah, that was the thing. You know, the good weather brings out the crowds as well. But like Kevin, even from your point of view, like to to Ricky and the the dry, and then the stages wet, or vice versa, Ricky and the wet, and the stages dry. Like that must create its own hassles as well too. I can, it does now. It definitely would have given me, you know, what I suppose we had a relaxed enough recce, you know, and I suppose us not writing, not writing <clears> our own <throat> notes. I suppose I, it does be hard work, guy, when you do that. You're trying to mark shiny tar. You're trying to mark, even there, there was one spot actually nearly did catch us out. Literally, I think the corner after that video on Duffy's thing was, <laughs> there was like a bit of run of water across the road, you know, yeah. and uh, it's trying to pick up that stuff, you know, but. Like a lot of the time, hey, a lot of the time, this country now, if it's wet, it's wet generally, or uh, it's not too often it happens where you get caught wrecking, dry to wet, you know. So, yes. but uh, no, but it, it actually was really good how that it was dry for. I think that even helped me in a one. I'd say we, we definitely probably would have 
we probably would have struggled with each other a wee bit. Just getting, you know, when it was grippy, you could kind of push on and get a good flow to the whole thing. Where when it's wet and slippy and you're trying to mark into your notes stuff and running water, and mm-hmm. would definitely have it helped with the kind of pace we had at the weekend for it to be nice and dry, anyway. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And like, oh, and like we, you know, we can't forget the reason that you were sitting in the in the car with Kevin on Saturday. It was all for a good cause. It was all for a good cause. It was a uh, walk for Kiva or Kiva to walk. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, so I was bid, I bid for that seat. I actually seen, uh, I think it was Aidan Core, someone posted a video, and uh, Kevin had been kind enough to, to or kind enough or, or roped in, <laughs> <laughs> to rope in. <laughs> he didn't really know what he volunteered. Uh, it was to me and Kerry, so it was, and uh, I was away, so I had said to Kevin, Look, Kevin, you know, I've bid that and I, I really want to do it, but. I'm away, and I said, but the circus beside me, so he's good enough that we, we, he says, no, well, then we'll do that. So it was at the... Uh, I tell you, Stuart knew what he was doing too. He rang me. I was sitting in a bar, and he rang me, and uh, <laughs> I went on a few different things, but uh, I had in my head, uh, marked that out, I says, oh, what? I'd love to do that. I hadn't sat, I never sat in a yoke like that, and I says, I'd love to I'd watch some of his videos, and I says, uh, you know the way when you go on the clips at the, after the weekend, there's only so many cars that are featured and you know the boys that are featured his car is featured every time so you know it must be going hard <laughs> so it says uh i'd love to i'd love to have a go at that so uh we better than that and uh that's what i'm saying thank god he didn't ring back 20 minutes later god knows what i would have ended up with. <laughs> <laughs> three or four more pints later and uh, hey, i don't know i think between me and uh boy we were close to going to breed <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no i'm glad i did i really enjoyed it had a great weekend really yeah. did. and like kevin is like you know you were so keen to like offer the, the car for the event and all too like you know at the end of the day if it's going to help Kiva in some way shape or form isn't that for the greater good I yeah when it's the charity thing I, I thought it would actually be good I crack too and I suppose I kind of it wasn't as big a step you know the likes of when it was going to a raffle like that and say they kind of what what one would have paid for it I suppose you knew somebody that was really interested in it was going to bite into it you know you weren't you know, it wasn't just somebody from outside the thing that didn't know pace notes or nothing. So, like, Owen would have mm-hmm. his own experience with our 5K and stuff like that there. So, I suppose I, I just always knew it would work out some way that uh, somebody would have a, a want to get in the seat and have a, an interest to call notes. So, mm-hmm. I, it all worked out. Hey, I had a good day's crack. It was local to home and with a good result, thankfully. <laughs> and, Owen, uh, will the R5 Fiesta ever be the same again? Or is you looking for a crawler now? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know what stage it was, but I remember sitting going, if I got 10 runs in that R5 down that, I don't think I'd have went faster. So uh, it's, about knowing, it's about knowing where you're at there. So, uh, no, look, listen, I uh, I got a while let's then. So uh, I was on the dial over the weekend. I says, you know what? You may change the shoes in that car and we'll take it to the Spurns here and uh, get a run. But uh, look, listen. I, I have a bit of crack. I know where I was at. And mm-hmm. uh, sitting watching that was a pleasure because I was like, Jesus. If I, 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 honest to God, I, they were local to me. If I got five run, five or six runs over that in the car, couldn't have got anywhere near some of the stuff we were doing. So, mm-hmm. no, it, uh, it's not the same. It's not the same now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to buy it? No. Hey, guys, Eddie is here. <laughs> uh, the DM me a bit. <laughs> Crunching gears will get a sponsorship. I'll get a, 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 a sale. <laughs> And uh, Kevin, will you sit with him in the spirits like return the favour? Now, do you think? <laughs> I could be worse at that. 
I've been sitting in the forest. Actually, I've worn I said I sat in the forest before. Hey, do this. It's harder work than it is. Safer. I sat with my Ben Garbin and I spent half the time lost. I We'll give it a go. Anyway. <laughs> well, I do tell you, I got an appreciation with the other side of it. It's hard enough. Like People often don't. Uh, Compliment the, the the talk about the driver, which obviously ultimately is the driver's driving, but mm-hmm. the teamwork, like well, you know, like Kevin and Chris, so long to hear, you can see you can see what they do. They write their own notes, they have their rhythm, they the, their own language, and the way they go on. You know, and I'd say for him it was hard enough, like, and and me and I get us lost on my own around <laughs> my that. own town, but uh, it's it's not it's not an easy job. It's not a job I'd be volunteering for, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's one thing the notes the notes is one side of it's organised and everything that comes with it and getting to the next and times and stuff like that and working it out and then they change the starts of stages not at times did, which I forgot which <laughs> I, had to, I had to go and talk to somebody about <laughs> <laughs> but yes, but this is again for the good side of rally it is all our competitors are willing to help you out there as well too aren't they like you can go up to you know the, the car in front of you the car behind you and you know nine times or 99 times at 100 the other co-driver will keep you right as well. Unless he's bluffing like you too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to be fair, where we were seated, <coughs> all them guys up around there knew it, and they were great. You know, I actually had to pull uh, Barney Mitchell at one point there when we were in the regroup and say, right, Barney. Barney, he'd be bluffing him, eh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, him with his tan. He, you know, he, Barney's an international now. Oh, megastar. <laughs> talk to us novices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good crack. So, lads, I thank you very much. But anyway, I, I, I suppose, Bear, you're for the Sperrins. Is that your next sort of plan, or where are you anywhere before that? I uh, I take these wild, fleeting notions. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, now, let's paint this picture. Two two rallies later, I bought uh, I, uh, the R5 was for Alfred. Your guy took the cash boy down Mullingar. He wanted to know what the euro was. So there I was sitting there with R5, which should have went back to somebody to sell and, and uh, as a business deal. Uh-huh. I said, oh, you know what? I might keep that. And then sell Evo. So now, four rallies later, I don't know where I'm at. I can't drive it. I don't know what to do with it. But uh, I'm still having a good crack, you know. But yes. maybe not Maybe not what, what I should have been in or should have been doing. Maybe I should have got like a, a, a front wheel drive or something to end it or ease my way end it. But instead, I just go that road. But I, 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 I love the fact, see, doing round home, I, I think it's good out crack. You uh-huh. see that chips in a way, two and three. I don't have the time half the time. That's the problem. So, Torres Burns is local. Uh, McFall Club's run it, so I think that's what I'm going to do. And I, I know the car's down the, the, the launch on Sunday, so I'll, I'll go down for the crack and, and see you, the crackers. Excellent, excellent. And Kevin, I suppose, Clarney, most gap bacon's for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to Clarney, so no, it'll be good this year for it's it's trips on the way out to Castletown by air. So I'm really looking forward to that now to get way back out to that side to Cod's Head and our groom and that stuff again. So yeah, you may get them. Fun. You may get them belts tightened up. <laughs> a bit long. A bit long for Chris. <laughs> I still have to get stretched back down. Eh? <laughs> but the girls are not up for two big ways. I think it's only one big way can fit in her head. <laughs> bear's head. She's nearly touching her at one stage. <laughs> It's, it's one of those I put the helmet on in the car because I ain't getting in there <laughs> uh, thanks to Jason Kevin and Owen you are 
uh, definitely, definitely, definitely a different wiring system there. That is for sure, you know. And you know, and you know, we can't forget, you know, at all that that money went to the, the good cause of helping Kiva to walk. So a one for everybody. Um, I also caught up with Trevor Wilson in the the Porsche 911 who won the Zurich there at the weekend. It's great to see something different from a, a Mark II or like a BDG Escort, I suppose, saying uh, one in the event. And the Porsche is something else. It looks beautiful, it sounds beautiful. But then I will hear more of that from Trevor. Trevor Wilson, uh, delighted to have you join us here. Uh, we thought we'd get you on to, to celebrate the one at the weekend in the historic section of the Circuit Ireland. You had a great run. Yes, it's, uh, it went very well, I have to say. It sort of just clicked. It had a good racky. And uh, uh, yes, the, the car, it, it just seemed to suit the car. It seemed to suit us. And uh, it, it just worked from from the go, really. I suppose. Yeah, and like you know, this is what you're probably your fourth or fifth event now in the Porsche. Uh, was it the Ulster last year? Was the first event? Was it? We bought we bought the car. We bought the car, and uh, we I entered the Ulster rally. I bought the car of Ken Graffin. It was an ex Peter Smith car, and uh, to tell you the truth, bought the car. Didn't know what to expect. Hadn't a clue. Like Porsche to me. Love the look of them, love the sound of them, but <laughs> that's as far as it went. And uh, where I'm going to love this, I absolutely hate it. There was going to be no in between. <laughs> and uh, it, it just clicked, to be honest, and I really enjoyed the drive of the car. It, 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 it was very different, I would say, yes. But uh, it's starting to uh, it's starting to click, and as I say, we're getting really used to what it does, and it, uh, it's working well. Yeah, it is a good car, so it is, you know. Yeah, and like this is, I suppose, like a throwback to your youth. You used to rally in your younger days as well, and it's in the family as well, too, we should say. <laughs> yeah, well, my mum and dad, uh, I suppose it all started there, and then uh, they were in the uh, Hillman Avengers, Sunbeams, Mantas, and then I sort of drove the Manta, and then I went into the, the, group, a, the group A Nova, mm -hmm. and they had a couple of runs in the championship in it. And we had great battles with the likes of Alison McRae and uh, Stephen Price and them guys. Yeah. And then uh, I built, like everything else, built houses, got married, done all them weird things. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, I so, sort of stepped out of it for about five or six years. And then Ewell Williamson, a, a, another neighbour of mine, came at me and uh, I navigated for him. Mm -hmm. I think it was 96 circuit round. Okay. Or for the actually 96 championship, mm -hmm. and uh, we've done that, and I actually won it, uh, the, the two-liter class, and then uh, got out of it again, and between Glenn rallying and running after him, and then my son James, he he come of age and started rallying, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, I just sort of took a back seat, and uh, that was really what happened, and I sort of supported them and uh, ran after Glenn for a good number of years, which wasn't easy. <laughs> and, uh, and then obviously then James came and then uh, we we went through the 106s, 208s with him and then into the R5 car. 
Yeah, and the, you know we all you know you know we're all rally heads, and we know how much of a, a, a drug it is. It's a hard one to shake off, and like you know, whenever you're there and hanging about with other people that's competing in one thing and another, it must have been making it even harder for you, like to yourself, then to shake it off. There was always that itch there that you wanted to scratch again. Oh, there's always the itch. I I was always happy enough, and I was running after the next Glenn or James. You know, I was fine. And then uh, James, and uh, he ended up, he got vertigo. Right. And uh, he, he, they ended up, he couldn't compete. And then I said, right, if I'm going to do this, I have to do it now before he comes back again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's why I, I, I was looking for, I was actually looking for a BDG escort. And mm -hmm. uh, then uh, I, Jane Graffin uh, had the Porsche up on Facebook. And I've seen it. Rang Cairn, went and seen the car, and ended up took it homeless, and the rest is history. So, yeah. and it is nice to have something rather than you know, like you know, a Mark II or a Mark One BDG. Like the Porsche is, as you said, there, 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 distinctive. The the color, the sound, like you know, a Porsche coming. Because it's you know, you know your car coming a, a kilometer away. You know where you hear a BDG. That's one of maybe ten that's coming down the road. That's totally correct. Yep, it's uh, you, you can actually see the spectators sometimes go down, walking away, mm -hmm. uh, and then they're all running back to the heads again. <laughs> we are coming down the road yeah. again. But quite funny, but yeah, it's uh, the sound of it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. And it's it's just one of them iconic cars that everybody knows and loves, and it takes you back to the days of Coleman and Toivonen and all them guys that had them. Back at the circuit, you know, that yeah. is my most vivid memory, probably the Rothmans Porsches. Yes, they were slightly different, better car than what we would have, like, mm -hmm. but they, they were still an amazing bit of kit, like, you know. That's for sure. And, you know, even the older generation, again, you know, the, the, the Curleys, you know, the, the McCartneys and all those guys all come through the Porsches as well. And, you know, they, they are a name, the, the Porsche name is synonymous with Irish Rally, and as you mentioned, the Coleman's as well there too. So, you yeah. know, it is, it's great to see them back on the, the Irish roads again. Yeah, absolutely. Like every, every like that's that, that's the feedback I'm getting. You know, like it's it's great to see the car. It's great to see her out. I've been talking to Desi and different people. You know, and uh, just trying to get a bit of information because I know nothing about them. That was the biggest problem. You know, and you and you're learning as you go along. And uh, but we're getting there in fairness. You know, and uh, we have great help from the uh, Dansport mm -hmm. over in the UK, and they've been fantastic. So they have you know and pointing us in the right direction and what to do and we're steadily improving the car for our Irish tarmac so uh, which is I think the circuit really showed that to be mm -hmm. honest so uh, no no it's, it's it's definitely going the right direction and uh, I have to say 53 now I've never enjoyed my motorsport as much it's <laughs> it's, it's great you know it's but I think you feel like a young fellow again <laughs> yeah well we'll have the brains now to enjoy it if you know what I mean <laughs> yes and, uh, yeah, you know, and it is what it is, and just get on with it, you know. Yeah, uh, you, you, you know, you're you're realistic enough to know now that Malcolm Wilson's not going to be coming knocking at your door and <laughs> tomorrow morning. <laughs> no, well, we're certainly not going to make a living out of that for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, no, and I remember. I, yeah, I remember. I spoke to John Lyons there a couple of years ago, and that was always like, his only regret in rallying was he never got to drive a, a Porsche in competition. Like uh, he says, it was uh, he always felt it would have suited his style because there's a certain you know it's so much different than a you know a front engine rear wheel drive car. There's a a, a different knack to it. Oh, there's a different knack to it, especially the weight, the weight over the back wheels, which in ways 
it gives you all that traction, but it, it still can pull you about a wee bit. And even when it, you, you get into the slide, you, you have to be careful, you know, it, mm-hmm. you get into that big pendulum. Like they got up the, the gap in Killarney Historics. We had that big spin on the oil. Mm-hmm. And like that just happened in a millisecond. I was just a passenger. Pure <laughs> luck. <that. laughs> I thought we could over the wall to tell you the truth. <laughs> but uh, it was just one of them. It was just one of them things. But uh, no, you, you you learn very quickly. That's for sure. It, yeah. There's one. It's, it's a good car. It turns in, but it it's it'll put manners in you if you don't be careful. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, the plan going forward now, is it to, you know, continue on with the championship or just pick and choose your events as you go? No, well, the plan was to do the championship right through. And mm-hmm. uh, that's, so far, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And then maybe pick a couple of one-day events here and there. Maybe I'd like to go to maybe Lockall, my local event at home here. And I would like maybe to do a few across the water. So that, well, that's in mainland UK or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know, but... Well, it, it's all down to work commitments and stuff like that. But yeah. the, the championship here is good and it suits. And we are back home working on Monday morning again. So, no, it's well, we're happy to rally over here, to be yeah. honest. And it is great to see so many of the UK competitors coming over here to compete. You know, they love the atmosphere, they love the buzz, and especially they love the roads here as well, too. So, like, you know, it's, it's, it's a good place of getting, you know, getting where your, your pace is at as well. Oh, absolutely. Like, I think that was the biggest shock I got, uh, the pace of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, from we started Killarney Historic. The Ulster was just our first event, then went to Killarney Historic, and then Galway. And the, the pace in the historics is nuts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and it has took us probably to the circuit to, to build that up again. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm, I'm under no illusions when when I go back to Killarney again, like I'll I'll, I'll probably get a hiding. Like Duncan and all them guys, the 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 pace of them guys and Neil, like it's just unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. Uh-huh. But and you know they they love to go hard, but they love the crack as well too. You know, like the, you know this seems to be the great thing with the historics is the banter and all. You know, we see it in the modified guys as well. It's nearly. You know the fun between the stages. Yeah, you know the competition on the stages is intense, but I think the crack between the stages is every bit as good. Absolutely, yes. I I'm starting to get to know the guys. To be honest, uh, mm. our biggest problem probably at the minute is our seating, where we we have been seated away back, which has been very difficult. Yeah. Um, it's left us catching cars and messing about. But that it is what it is, yes. and mm-hmm. uh, we're sort of learning uh, doing our apprenticeship again. I suppose to get back up again. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I would say, if it, yes, the, the guys are all very friendly, very helpful. I think historic should be all maybe bunched together a bit more. Uh-huh. But I think that's an argument for another day. It's it's not. I'm only into it, so it's not really my place to yeah. have that argument. Uh-huh. But. Uh, I think it probably would be better if they were run together, I, even from a seating point of view. You know, it, it makes um, it easier for everybody because the, the likes of Donegal, it's kind of run as a separate event. You know, the, the, the historics come after the main field or whatever. And like, even some would say, even probably it would be a good idea to have the historics in front of the main field as well, too. But he, he, absolutely, yes, because mm-hmm. you know, like there's what have we? We're getting up with 30, 40 cars now, so mm-hmm. it, 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 it would work. You know, and at least we would have a clean stage for a change. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> that wouldn't, because like when 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 the rest of the field gets uh, gets through it, and it is what it is. You know, it it it's 
it's a mess like at times, you know. And mm-hmm. it's amazing to see some of the cuts and mm-hmm. the R five stuff's doing, you know. It's mm-hmm. them guys like are they're on the ball, but it it's it's an argument I would say that yes, definitely the historics I think should run as a as a, a separate uh, as a, uh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And you know, you see how successful historic rallying has got, you know, you're talking about 30, 40 entries there. And you know, like in the UK the RAC rally. There you know, there and you know, Killarney Historics, the historic entry now in it has almost overtaken the modified. You know, you know, you could see it down the line there could be like a a standalone event for historic cars in Ireland. Oh, without a doubt, I I, I, I can see plainly that uh, there's going to be there's going to be more of it, mm-hmm. and uh, there's going to be a lot of men dropping back out of the modifieds, coming back to historics, mm-hmm. and uh, it would be it'd be nicer to see a different array, uh, a larger array of cars, I yeah. suppose, but uh, instead of just the escorts, but uh, not that there's anything wrong with escorts, no, it's no. just it's mm-hmm. just a bit of a, a bit more of a choice. But yes, uh, you could see that maybe down the lane, the likes of Johnny Gall running an event or something like that there, because there's, there's certainly the cars in Ireland for it. And, sure. they, and I definitely think the UK guys, they'll, they'll come over because, mm-hmm. as you said earlier on, they really enjoy the event. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and over here, like we have some of the best roads in Europe. Like sure. The stages are unreal, like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I, there's, there's, there's no reason why it wouldn't work. No. And like, you know, even the lengths of the circuit there, you know, like it was roads that was new to nearly everybody there at the weekend. And like there were some, you know, classic roads there, like that the, that last stage in particular, the fourth stage in the loop, the amount of people coming off it saying that was a brilliant stage, there was a bit of everything in it, real fast flowing stuff, real technical stuff. And it was just, there was so much time to be gained in it or, or lost in it as well too, you know. So. Absolutely. Well, the, the circuit, the, the good thing about the circuit was it was 11 playing field for everybody. Yeah. Nobody had seen them before. Uh-huh. And and I, and I suppose again that's helped us where mm-hmm. you're going into the likes of West Cork and you do ring. I never done them stages before, no. mm-hmm. so you're you're struggling from the start, you know. So yes, and the circus stages I enjoyed them to be mm-hmm. honest. I, they, they were very different. Some of them very bumpy. That doesn't really bother me that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was certainly something for everybody. Yeah. And I suppose at the end of the day, you start the stage, and the whole idea is to get to the end of it. It's, Quickly as possible, and <laughs> that's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the same for everybody. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it's the same for everybody. So some people might not might not like it, but to mm-hmm. be honest, I quite enjoyed them, especially that last stage. Uh, Only got done it the once in fairness, mm-hmm. but it was a tough, tough stage, yeah. like you know, mm-hmm. yeah. tough stage. Yeah, and like you, you mentioned earlier, you know, like uh, you know how important it was to be back Monday morning for work. Like your business is helping, you know. Yes, it's getting you out rallying, but you're also giving you know sponsorship to quite a few other crews, and it helps to get them out as well. You know the likes of Jason and Gareth Black, and all. You know that's great to give something back to the sport as well. Oh, absolutely, yes. Like Jason, Jason and Gareth are neighbours, and uh, two guys, good lads, going really, really well. Jason's up into the two point five class now, so we sort of come on board this year. And uh, I'm giving them a wee a helping hand, and mm-hmm. Gareth as well, just give them a helping hand along. You know, it does no harm. Definitely not, that's for sure. And like, you know, like you said, James is vertical. Hopefully, we'll see James back in the stages again soon because, like, whenever he got that R5, uh, you know, on song, he was something else to watch on it as well. 
Yeah, James, James was only starting really to get, to get going, and uh, he was going well in the British Championship. And again, same problem. He was he was over there learning the roads. Yeah. You know, the first year was always going to be tough, and mm-hmm. uh, he was going well in the Scottish. We'd done two or three Scottish rounds, and he went really well there. And then he, he we done rally nuts, uh, and uh, he, he I think he finished fifth overall, and he I think he, he was actually third, and then dropped back to fifth with a gearbox issue. Came to the Ulster the next week, couldn't sit in the car. It was actually unbelievable. Yeah. And he hasn't really been able to sit in the car since. Uh, he is getting better. And uh, he does be about the rallies. And he was at the circuit now. And he is getting a bit itchy. And so he'll be back. He'll be back. That's for sure. So that's episode 11 in season two. Uh, thanks again to all our guests. Um, Another jam packed show. Um, I'd like to just make a special uh, word as well. The amount of people that come up to me around the service area out in the stages, uh, thank you very much for all your kind words. It is really appreciated. Um, means a lot. And just uh, left at me, it made me about six inches taller walking about Cookstown there last Saturday. So I appreciate it. each and every one of you. Thank you very much. Uh, so please like, share rate the podcast subscribe do all those things you're doing it in your droves already and it's really really appreciated so until the next time take care speak soon and bye